10, actually. The lesson is 12, but the chapter is 10. Uh-huh. Mark 10. Okay. So, um, our subject today uh, that Jesus talks about is actually divorce. This question comes up to Jesus. And last time we had just left off, we finished lesson 9, chapter 9, that is. And so it says, Jesus left that place um, and went into the region of Judea and across the Jordan. Uh, again, crowds of people came to him, and as was his custom, he taught them. So uh, he had been uh, in this uh, place previous. Um, that was in the, the house in Capernaum uh, where he had been teaching. Mark 9.33 actually told us the answer. If you look at Mark 9.33, it says, uh, They came to Capernaum uh, when he was in the house. He asked them. And that's where this whole discussion began. Um, it had happened there in Capernaum. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was the location where Jesus was when he was discussing these other things. And so then in, in chapter 10 it says, uh, Jesus then left that place, uh, Capernaum, and went into the region of Judea and across the Jordan. Um, and again the crowds of people came to him, and as was his custom, he taught them. So uh, Jesus continued his work, and of course the people were so excited to come you know, and listen to Jesus and hear his words. Uh, they really wanted to know about his lessons and what, what, what did he have to share about God and about the Bible's teaching or the scripture's teaching. Uh, and people were really hungry to hear the words of Jesus, right? Uh, some people said no one ever spoke like Jesus, right? No, no man ever spoke like Jesus spoke, right? So his words were incredible to listen to. Um, what he said was very true. What he said was very powerful. And the things he said really um, affected people's hearts for good, you know. Um, it helped their faith to become strong in God and to understand the true nature of God. Uh, so many people wanted to hear about Jesus. <coughs> okay, uh, so well, then why don't we also take a look at verse uh, 2 to mm -hmm. 4, maybe. Can you read that part? Mm -hmm. Some Pharisees came and tasted him by mm -hmm. asking, it is lawful for a man to divorce his wife. What did Moses command, command you? He replied. They say Moses uh, permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and send her away. It was because your hearts were hard. Hardened. Hard. Okay. Okay. Let's let's just stop right there for one minute. Um, so the Pharisees, they want to test Jesus, right? They kind of would tempt him sometimes and test him. And so they ask this question, which is kind of a maybe very like heavy question. Uh, okay, what should we do about this social problem, right? Uh, what should we do? Uh, okay, if a man divorces his wife, is, that, um, is it lawful? So they kind of want to understand, how does Jesus understand the law? How does Jesus think about the law, right? And of course, to the Jewish people, you know, they would think, all right, well, the teachings of Moses are very, very important, mm -hmm. right? And, of course, they are. Um, but, of course, as Christians, we understand that the teachings of Jesus um, are also in harmony with the teachings of Moses, but there's some changes, there's some amendment, mm -hmm. and uh, 
Jesus is the Messiah, right? So the teaching of Jesus is very, very important for us as Christians. Um, so they want to understand how does Jesus relate to the law? What does Jesus think about this writing in Moses' words? And they said, well, Moses permitted um, a man to write a certificate of divorce and send her away. You know, Moses said it was okay. Um, this is in Deuteronomy 24 and verse 1 to 4. Let's take a look there, actually. Also, at the time, so there's a certification to divorce? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they had to, it had to be legal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Certificate. There's, uh, when they married, uh-huh. they signed uh, some documents. Yeah, they had, they had at least, they had a certificate, they had records and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like community records, family records, and all sorts of things. They would try to keep. Yeah, because even here he says, uh, write her a certificate of divorce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, certainly the Romans would do that kind of thing, and other people would do similar things. Wait, I, I don't understand why did they need a certification to divorce and when they married. Just a uh, long time ago, mm-hmm. in, our, in my country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think there's no the kind of documents, I think. You think they didn't have that? Uh, so it's, I think it's different in different places. Um, and sometimes, see, there's, a, there's like, if you're in a certain country, the state has legal papers for marriage and also for divorce. But also um, the churches, churches oftentimes have some type of a marriage certificate, mm-hmm. right? There's a, you know, how can I say, sword. Sword. Mm, Some marriage, marriage certificate. Yeah, even the churches have a record of that. So you could be married, you know, before God, and married, you know, through the church, and then also then you need to at least let the state know. You should let the state know about your situation. Mm. Oath. Oath. Yeah. Oath. Mm. Oath. In, when they married in church, mm. yeah. they, uh, they oath. Sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have they very solemn vows. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, well, they, and so they would also have, um, usually they also have uh, like a paper, you know, to mark that. Mm. Yeah, they have some record. Mm. Now, the Jewish people, of course, they were also writing things. They had scribes mm. to write many things down. Um, you know, even the writings of Moses, they had to write that down. So they would keep records of different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in something like uh, marriage was very important. Also divorce uh, was a serious issue. Why, why did he answer directly? Why didn't he um, answer directly? Uh, and also he asked again, back to the people. Uh-huh. Uh. This, was, this was also like a style for asking things and for, for discussing something. Uh, if you were wise, uh, maybe sometimes you should, you should answer with a question because uh, you can make people think about the issue. I answer from, by myself uh-huh. through that question. Yeah, sometimes through the questions. Now Jesus is, is dealing with them. Now maybe before he, can, before he can give the exact words, he's going to test them. You know, okay, so well, what did Moses say? Yeah. You know, so he just refers them back to like, what does the book say? Mm-hmm. If you ask me, I say, okay, what, what does the book say? What does your book say? Right? What does Moses say? Mm-hmm. That's how, yeah. 
So he's, he's going to let them find their answer right from the scripture uh, first. You know, and I think that also when we try to make an answer about something, we should let the Bible answer our questions. Uh, so what did Moses say? Well, I can read it here for you. It says in Deuteronomy 24, If a man marries a woman who, is, who becomes displeasing to him because he finds something indecent about her, and he writes her a certificate of divorce, gives it to her, and sends her from his house, and if after she leaves his house she becomes the wife of another man uh, and her second husband dislikes her and writes her a certificate of divorce, um, gives it to her and sends her from his house, or if he dies, then her first husband who divorced her is not allowed to marry her again after she has been defiled. Um, that would be detestable in the eyes of the Lord. Do not bring sin upon the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. Yeah. So Moses had, had mentioned, okay, about this um, ability to write a certificate of divorce. And people would, would do that. Um, but if someone divorced from one person and then they remarried to another person and this person divorced them also, uh, they could not go back to the first spouse or first husband. God said that is, uh, that is sickening, it's defiling. Uh, you already left each other. How many and times did they commit about divorce? Um, I don't know if there was a limit. It doesn't say exactly. Um, but that's, these are the basic comments that we have. Okay. I, I, uh, I read uh, another verse. Another uh, verse. Uh, when, I, when I read that, yeah. Uh, first time she go back, she went back to her own house, mm -hmm. and then she she came married again. Uh -huh. And uh, if she got a divorce, uh, certification of divorce uh -huh. again, she got she never married again. What? Um, I think I've never seen that text. This one just says basically, okay. Verse 1, if she, she divorces and then she has a second husband, he dislikes her and divorces her with a certificate of divorce. Then it says uh, her first husband who she divorced is not allowed to marry her again. So um, that's the only uh, like basic stipulation that it has. Uh, um, it doesn't say that there's a limit, you know, but she cannot go back to the old husband, mm. old spouse. Mm. Yeah. So, but that was the basic writing that Moses had said. So, you know, Jesus asked, well, what did Moses command you? And they said, well, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and send her away. And then somebody would marry to another person. That is a very strange thing. That means God allowed it to divorce. Um... Okay, no, he didn't exactly. Um, I mean, he, he allowed... Now, Jesus explains this situation, okay? You have to maybe consider how Jesus explains it. Um, and this is what they, the teachers are saying to Jesus. Now, in verse 5, in this chapter, Jesus says, um, It was because your hearts were hard that Moses wrote you this law, right? Because your hearts were hard, Jesus replied. But at the beginning of creation... God made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one. 
Therefore, what God has joined together, let man not separate. Right? So Jesus, tries, Jesus makes it very clear that uh, a divorce should not happen, should never happen. Right? Um, now, he does mention some other things about that too, but uh, they should not divorce. People should not divorce. Uh, he says that you become one flesh. You know, this is from the very beginning. It was like that. That's God's will. That's God's plan. That's His way. Um, you should not divorce. Um, and so some people had taken the words in the writings of Moses and they made it like, oh, well, you know, if we want to get a divorce, if we don't like her, okay, we just split up and we get somebody else, right? So about divorce law? Yeah. Moses made it by himself. Uh, okay, well, it says Moses wrote it to you um, because of the hardness of your hearts. Uh, we don't know exactly what, like, everything that God spoke to Moses. Um, I don't know if it was just from the words of Moses, or especially that God allowed, or God told Moses to say that. Mm -hmm. um, God allowed. God allowed, mm -hmm. but God did not really like or approve mm -hmm. of this practice. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, that's kind of their, you know, their situation. But basically, Jesus says, Jesus brings it back to the beginning. And he says, you know what? God made the male and female. Uh, it says that a man will leave his father and mother. He's joined to his wife. And they too will be one flesh. So if they're one flesh, and if God has joined them together, you cannot separate them. Do not separate them. Um, and so that, that's the standard. Jesus, Jesus uplifts the holiness of marriage. Jesus uplifts the, the, um, the long lasting nature of marriage, right? And, uh, and Christ was very, very strict about supporting marriage and saying, no, you cannot just get, get divorced for any type of reason or some you know, little disagreement or big disagreement. That's not a reason for divorce. And um, it says here in verses 10 to 12, when they were in the house again, the disciples asked Jesus about this. They wanted to know more. And he answered, anyone who divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another man, she commits adultery. Um, some other places say, yeah, even the person who marries her commits adultery. If she divorces from her husband and then the other person marries to her, uh, that, that he is committing adultery. She commits adultery and he also commits adultery. Right, um, so it is possible actually for for someone to be uh, divorced by the laws of the state, but not divorced in the eyes of God. Right, um, you know, like today. Okay, uh, many people they go, they've married to each other, and now they are maybe sick of their relationship with each other, mm -hmm. and they go to the divorce courts. They go to the state, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and they try to get. A divorce, right? And they do. You know, the state, the state says, okay, the government says, well, okay, fine, you go through the process and you fill out the paperwork and then we will allow you to divorce legally, right? Well, okay, there's a much higher authority than the state. If she divorced her husband yeah. and married another man again, uh -huh. she, that means she committed adultery? Yeah. 
after divorcing, yeah. she married again another person. Yeah. But it means she committed adultery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what Jesus said. The first time they allowed the divorce, they committed. In the book of Moses, you mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh huh. But at the last sentence, they, they, they said, they said, Jesus says, don't let any man separate them, right? Mm -hmm. What God has joined together says they become one flesh, they are one. So, so this is God's son. Huh? God. Yeah, this is what God says. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. God says, okay, so if you're divorcing from your spouse and you're marrying to another person uh, for an unbiblical reason, then you're committing adultery. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, like a yeah, basically, it's a sin of adultery. Yeah. So, uh, see, it is possible for someone to be divorced by the laws of the state. That's what I was trying to say um, uh, before. But uh, so the state says, okay, so you're divorced. Um, but that's not what God says, mm -hmm. right? God says, uh, actually, you're still married, mm -hmm. right? You still came together as husband and wife. You vowed. You promised before witnesses and even before God who saw it, right? Um, and so you're still married in the eyes of God, you know, and you're trying to run away from your spouse um, and you'll be committing adultery on your spouse. Yeah. Uh, so this is how God looks at the situation. And there's another, there's another text, right? Um, see, many people had cheapened uh, the idea of marriage. It cheapened the idea, the, the holiness of marriage, and they basically were regarding it as a small thing. So, uh, okay, well, if I don't like the person, you know, then I can just divorce, right? And so many people think like that today, and people also thought thought like that in the days of Jesus. Many people thought, well, you know, if we don't like him, Moses says we can just write divorcement, you know, bill, and so uh, people were doing it for very foolish reasons, you know. And Jesus says, it's not acceptable. No, you cannot divorce like that. You're, you are married for life. You become one flesh, right? You're joined together in the eyes of God. You cannot tear your family apart. Even if you have family issues, even if you have family problems that you need to deal with, okay, then maybe you should deal with them. But uh, you cannot just tear your family apart, right? So this is how God looks at it, because the family is very, very important to society, right? Um, it's very important for all of our relationships, uh, for our children, for many, many things. And if the family is falling apart, many other things fall apart. Like the nation falls apart, society falls apart, people's relationships get mixed up and confused. Um, yeah, many problems. So God says, no, the family must stay together. If they have problems, that's one thing. They have to deal with the problems, right? But still, they're a family. They can marry freely. Their parents decided that they're and just that they follow their... Um, there's different ways that they would choose, but uh, like in, okay, we look in the Old Testament, um, they just chose somebody who was a godly partner. Usually the person getting married had a choice in the matter, but the parents... The family was also involved, mm -hmm. like, the family was involved, there was a, you know, there, there was a veto power, like the parents could say no, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so, but usually there was some, there was a matter of choice. Usually the man, okay, he would have choice, 
right? But the parents or the family had to agree yeah. that it was okay. That, that, that is, uh, I want to ask you. Yeah. Uh, before marriage, uh-huh. we didn't know. Uh, we didn't know that much about the person. Uh-huh. After marriage, how can he change the, his character? We didn't know. Even include him. <laughs> he didn't know he uh, how can he change it himself. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Maybe he changed the violently. Uh huh. Okay. How how can she how can does she stand that mm. situation? Yeah. You have to deal with it. Like, mm-hmm. do you have to do something about the situation? If somebody's violent, um, then you know if it's very serious. You probably need to be, maybe you need to be in a safer place. But it doesn't say that you can just get a divorce. Uh, Actually, you have to find some way to deal with this. And sometimes people who are like that, uh, through certain programs, uh, they can learn to not be like that. But they have to be willing. And I think that's an important part. So they need to learn how to treat other people. And I, th- I, believe, I believe really God is the answer. Jesus is the answer for changing people's heart, you know. So um, we need to try to, to deal with those issues. But it doesn't say, the Bible doesn't say that it's okay to just, you know, all get a divorce because the person's violent, you know. Um, somehow we have to figure out how to deal with this situation. If it's dangerous, take the kids, I think, and go somewhere else, you know, where it's safe. But it doesn't say that you should divorce immediately. What kind of painful things um, come to me, come to married people, Mm -hmm. they have to overcome. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That is the best thought. Yeah, yeah. Right. Never divorce. Yeah. Yeah. There there is one one thing that Jesus says, though, uh, one case where uh, divorce might be um, possible, okay, or permissible. Okay, this is in Matthew 5. Okay, Jesus talks about this subject. Mm-hmm. Okay, Matthew 5, and looking at um, verse 31. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I don't know why I have 31 and 21. Mm-hmm. I think my numbers are wrong. 31. 31. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In my, in my notes, is some, some, there's some mistake. Okay. But yeah, yeah, 5, 31, and 32. Jesus. Can you read that part? Matthew 5, 31, 32. It has been said anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate to divorce. But I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife, except for marital unfaithfulness, causes her to become an adulteress. Adulteress. Yeah, adulteress. Adulteress. Uh-huh. Uh, and anyone who married uh, the divorced uh, woman commits adultery. Uh, okay. So Jesus, he says, okay, it has been said, anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. So Jesus is referring back to kind of what Moses wrote, you know, and also what people 
had said based on what Moses wrote there. So, okay, so if anyone divorces, just give her a certificate of divorce. Um, but Jesus says, right, but I say to you that anyone who divorces his wife except for marital unfaithfulness. So there was one exception that Jesus made. Uh, he says, okay, if your spouse is being unfaithful and like sleeping with somebody else, right, then they have broken the marriage vows, right, and they're going with somebody else, right? They're not being faithful to you. They have a, kind of abandoned you in some ways as their spouse. Um, and he says that if somebody has been sleeping around with others and they're not faithful to the marriage vow, they have broken their vows and it leaves you free uh, to marry another, to divorce and to marry another because this person has already departed from you, right? To, to, be, to sleep with another person, right? So in that case, in that exception, Jesus says it's, uh, it's okay to get a divorce if the spouse is doing that, right? Yeah, so that would be the one exception. But also, it's not it's not mandatory. Uh, it's not required to get a divorce. But it's it's permitted. It's allowed. Jesus says. She said, uh, uh, divorced woman or man. Mm -hmm. If they married, okay. If it 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 means they commit adultery. Adultery. Yeah. Yeah. Except for this. Jesus makes, yeah, right, right, in this case, Jesus makes an exception. Uh, he says that in verse 32, yeah, except for marital unfaithfulness. So, yeah, in that case, if your spouse is unfaithful to you and to the marriage vows, they've broken the contract of marriage, right? You did not break it, you were faithful. You were faithful to them, right? But they were unfaithful to you, right? And so in that case, Jesus says, then it's, it's permittable or permissible. Uh, he, that God will allow divorce, but um, it's not required. I mean, still, if you can find forgiveness together, even though they made a mistake, uh, and if they want to stop that and they will quit their, uh, their very terrible behavior, um, yeah, if you can, uh, then you can stay married. That's okay. It's not required. Yeah. But if you feel like you have to, in this case, then it's it's okay except right for that case yeah mm. so I know some stories I mean I've just heard stories some people who were uh, okay they made they were 